You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Economic Freedom Fighters spokesperson, national spokesperson, Snao Tambo, joins us now on the line. Snao, thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning on The Weekend View. Can we expect that your manifesto, in addition to being centered around your seven cardinal pillars, will it in any way be a response of sorts to the State of the Nation address that we heard on Thursday that you, of course, did not attend in person? Morning and morning to your listeners. Look, we have no intention of making our people's manifesto a response to the failure and extremely mediocre presentation made by Sir Ramaphosa at his last State of the Nation address on Thursday. The manifesto of the EFF is going to be speaking directly to the aspirations and needs of the people of South Africa. It is constituted through various consultations with all sectors of society in South Africa, from those in the rural areas, those who operate in the so-called middle class and the various sectors of South African society. So there's a product of those consultations and a response to those cries of our people who are suffering from poverty, suffering from economic decline and a rise in an increasing food basket in terms of costs, suffering from load shedding and landlessness, and of course, high levels of crime and the various issues that are confronting them. And that is what we expect to hear from the President and Commander-in-Chief who's going to be giving the keynote address in the EFF manifesto launch at Moses Mapida this afternoon. Mm-hmm. What is the general feel and, and mood ahead of today's launch? Because as the economic freedom fighters, I think you've proven um, that you are able, you know how to fill up stadia. Um, and, and more recently, the massive bash you had to celebrate your 10 years of existence. Going to Guazulu, Natal, is is a new challenge, isn't it? it it's a it's contested terrain. Both the ANC and the IFP as well have, have performed well um, over, over the years. Perhaps the IFP more recently with stronger bragging rights as well. Is, is there a sense of nervousness um, ahead of today when, when we look at the showing expected at Moses Mabida, but, but overall your performance um, in what you hope is going to be a good showing at the polls? Not at all. Uh, KZN is one of the strongholds and voter bases of the economic freedom fighters. If we look at the last uh, national and and provincial government elections in 2019. So us coming here is not uh, any level of opportunism. If anything, it's us appreciating the fact that the people of KwaZulu-Natal love the EFF and we actually need to put in more work to end their trust and end the respect that they've given us during the 2019 elections. We grew from 2% in 2014 up until almost 10% here in KZN, showing you that there's an appetite for what the EFF stands for in this province. So we are here now to launch our manifesto to show the people of KZN that we've had their desire for the EFF to come to them, to hear their cries, to hear their issues, and to also be responsive to that. And that is why we're launching our manifesto here today as a symbolic show of gratitude the people of KwaZulu Natal who have continued to show faith in us, and uh, we hope that we can repay that faith once we're elected into government. 
So will this all be about uh, the, the people of, of KZN and, and, and trying to win them over? Or how do you strike the balance between the issues? And, 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 and some of those issues are quite particular and specific to, to Guazulu Natal, the high levels of, um, of, of, of violence, um, the, the, the Ngabi economy, if you will, in, in that province, the killing, the political killings that are happening in that province. You've got a new player as well in the MK. Um, that's, that, that's also taking up a, lo- a, lot, of, a lot of space and, and, and a, a lot of interest interest as well in what they are looking to do but then there's also um the the national focus that you need to have as well how do you how do you strike that balance and hope of course to do well on both fronts look we're going to be able to do it uh, following this launch of the manifesto here in KwaZulu-Natal we will of course be embarking on the launch of provincial manifestos in all provinces of South Africa so we're going to be able to address all the particular and also generic issues confronting our people in each province, in each locality, and of course, in the nation as a broader sense. So we're not anxious that we're going to be uh, distracted or unable to address any other issues. The EFF is a national organization constituted by national leadership that comes from various backgrounds across the length and breadth of our country. So we're going to be able to respond to all of those needs uh, effectively and efficiently and ensure that our manifestos, both at a national and provincial level, speak to what our people need in terms of service delivered. So now talk to us a bit about the security concerns um, ahead of the manifesto launch today. Um, there, there were all sorts of claims about how uh, you all will not be permitted um, to uh, in, into Moses Mabida or into KZN, one uh, very vocal individual um, on, on social media and, and so on. Um, how have you um, dealt with, with these, these threats and any other security concerns you may have had ahead of the launch today? Look, there's no security concern at all for the EFF. The normal protocol exists for access to the stadium as as it does to any event of the economic freedom fighters on the basis of accreditation. So there's no extra measure that has been put in place because some idiots somewhere think they have the capacity to stop an event, a political event in a country where uh, the democratic will can be expressed anywhere and by anyone at any time. So uh, we have not implemented any extraordinary or irregular security measure because there's no verifiable threat that is going to stop the events of the EFF. So it's all systems go in that regard. I am still joined in the line by Snawa Tambo, national spokesperson of the Economic Freedom Fighters. On on that point, Snawa, please please comment on on that uh, voice note we we just heard about the the decision for all forty four members of parliament to um, of, of the EFF to not show up as a result of um, the, the 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 six members who in fact were barred from attending Sona. Um, do do you feel that that was the the best strategy? The caller uh, or the voice note we just heard thinks that. Uh, the approach perhaps was not was not wise. Look, I think perhaps let's start with the caller. It's unfortunate that our people have been misled to think that the state of the nation address is any different from any ordinary sitting of parliament in terms of the application of the rules of parliament. So at no point in time, up until recently, until when uh, draconian rules were adopted by parliament to stifle the opposition, was there a policy that there was no a room or space for the raising of point of orders in joint sittings of parliament. It's it's always been the case. The rules of parliament were applicable in all sittings of parliament until most recently when uh, rules that barred points of orders when there's a state of the nation address were adopted by a parliament that wants to protect Ramaphosa. So let's start there. There's never been a policy that no one else speaks in a joint sitting where this, the president of the nation addresses. 
Secondly, it would have been complicity by uh, our members of parliament and any other opposition party with any level of integrity to form part of a sitting of parliament where democratically elected leaders have been suspended for ex- executing their duty of holding the executive accountable. That is our appreciation and understanding of what is going to happen. Like, if uh, members of parliament are suspended, then all other members of parliament must have an appreciation that this is a stifling of the duties of parliament to hold the executive accountable. And that is exactly what happened. So our members didn't go, not because they were unable to or would not have been able to exercise their duty, but because we refused to be complicit in a parliament that has been turned into an extended ANC caucus where the president speaks alone, everyone must clap hands and keep quiet, and anyone who dares to speak faces the threat of being suspended, having their remuneration taken, and having their duties as a member of parliament that they've been elected to do being uh, put on suspension. Do you not believe that it sends a message to um, whether current uh, voters and supporters of the party or potential would-be voters of the EFF that if you don't like something or if your strategy um, d- doesn't work in, in, in a particular forum, and in this case being in the National Assembly, that your de- decision will just be to, to not show up? Do you, do, do you not fear that you may lose potential supporters who may perhaps uh, be taken aback by that stance and, and feel maybe these are not the people we want to support? Sorry, I couldn't hear that. I'm, I'm asking, do you not fear that you may lose potential or would-be supporters of the EFF who view your stance and decision to just not show up when things don't go your way as, as perhaps an off-putting um, aspect about the party that, that, that you, you, you may perhaps in other uh, very important, uh, um, over important, other important issues, you may just choose to not show up when things don't go your way and, and therefore lose their support? You know, do you, are you not afraid of, of losing what would be additional support to the EFF? Not at all. Anyone who has an appreciation of what the EFF is trying to expose in terms of the rules that have been adopted in Parliament, in terms of how Parliament has been turned into an institution that serves the interests of the Parliamentary Caucus of the ANC, how Parliament as an institution has been stripped of its teeth and turned into an institution that covers up uh, sitting presidents from being held accountable would understand why the EFF doesn't want to be complicit in that. In the, the Jacob Zuma era, Parliament was chastised by the Constitutional Court for failing to exercise its duty of holding the executive accountable as prescribed by the Constitution. So we're not going to be part of that history again. We're not going to be recorded, because even at that time, we are the ones who took uh, the president of the time to court. We're the ones who ensured that yeah. nonsensical assertions are regarding the Nganja fire pool and all things related to that were exposed. So our lack of participation in these sittings is to not be complicit in what we regard as irrational, unlawful, and simply stifling of accountability measures by the Parliament of South Africa. Snao Tambo, EFF National Spokesperson. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.